Blog Talk Radio. Sunday. Um, welcome to the latest edition of Cinnamon Noir. This is Kimberly Renee, and I'm joined here with my co-host Candice. Uh, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. All right. Um, we are waiting for Rebecca to join us, so hopefully she'll jump on soon. But we have a fun show planned for you all today. Um, because we believe self-care is so important and there's so much that's going on, in the world right now, we decided to dedicate today is our self-care Sunday, and we're just going to talk about some of the shows and movies that just put us in a good mood when things in the outside world are kind of going haywire like they are, so we're going to have fun with that. Um, but first, to get us started, we do have some film and television news. Um, first up, Kiersey Clemens, who I think I know from Dope, I think that's one of the only things I've seen her in is the top choice for the female lead in the Flash movie that's um, going to be directed by Rick, and I mess up his name every time, Fumawea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I apologize, Rick. He also directed Dope. Um, so, yeah, she is being considered as the female lead for this film. I know on the show, the series The Flash, there's an African-American actress that plays Iris West. Um I'm not familiar with The Flash. It's not one of the shows that I watch or one of the comics I'm familiar with. But I, like I said, I did see uh, Kiersey in Dope. And I think she was on the show um, Transparent. I think she had a role on there. I've only seen the first of that. Um, so what do you think about this casting news, Candace? Um, I'm I, – I'm kind of, I don't know. I, I don't have much of a comment, but I will say that I, one, I haven't seen the show, the small screen adaptation of The Flash, so I don't really have a whole lot of context there. But um, I like Kiersey. Um, you know I despise dope. <laughs> I despise <laughs> it. So I don't know. I, I, I feel like that's not really a good examination of what she could probably bring to a role that is better suited to her talents. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, hopefully this role would be. I don't know what the female lead, I was just trying to look it up, what the female lead entails. Um, often when it comes to, um, female leads in superhero movies, it's um, it's usually the girlfriend or the love interest of the male main superhero. So I just hope that she doesn't kind of fall into the trap of just being a love interest, which is what so many actresses of color um, have to navigate in Hollywood right now. So um, I don't know much about who this character is, but if she is a superhero, that would be really cool. Um, I'm just, I, I'm always a proponent of, um, 
genre films and genre television shows that feature um, particularly actresses of color in um, prominent roles. So if this is going to be of that caliber, I'm very, very, very excited. But if not, I'm like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I know a lot of people on my timeline do watch the show and they seem to love it. But again, it's not one of my mm-hmm. one of my faves, so but I am excited for her and hopefully she will, will get the role and then it'll you know, be mm-hmm. something that can boost her career a little bit. Oh um, so go ahead. sorry. So I just started um I read a little bit more about what what may be possible for the or what the potential character that she might be playing is um, they say it's vague details um, and there is no confirmation, but um, speculation go is going all toward Iris West, who you mentioned earlier. Um, she is described as quote, the toughest nails journalist and friend of Barry Allen, the alter ego of the flash. So I don't know. Um, we'll see. I don't know. It, what that means in terms of her prominence and her agency toward the central plot line and not just the central character. That's always my question. All right. All right. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see how this all plays out. Um, Let's see. Up next, Abby Mills is going to be replaced by a character named Anna, who is a single mother with a supernatural skeptic on Sleepy Hollow. I know my timeline was so upset <laughs> when they, <laughs> when they uh, killed Abby Mills at the end of this last season of Sleepy Hollow. And I have to admit that I did not watch this last season at all, so I did not know what was going on. I was just like, oh. I kind of gave up <laughs> on Sleepy Hollow before that. I can't find any information on whether this character is African-American or what the um, background of the character is other than she'll be a single mother of an 11-year-old daughter named Stella. She's a former military officer who recently began working for the Secret Service basement, which is a low-priority X-Files-like division of the agency. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Um, yeah. Um, I don't believe she's been cast yet. Anna, so, um, and I don't, well, I don't believe that the character is written as any, as any particular race, but typically in Hollywood, that means the default is white, but who knows? I have no idea, um, but I think that they just confirmed the character recently, so I don't, I don't think that they have actually cast her yet. Um, so I was one of the people who was just like, and I watched um, every episode of Sleepy Hollow, but super, I like the last like season or two. I was never watching in real time. Like Sleepy Hollow became so not a priority for me after a while, um, and I was really struggle watching, really struggle watching. I was like, oh, I gotta watch that. It was like a chore, um, yeah. and I wanted. Um, and then by the la- the this past season, I was just like. Oh, thank, I was actually like, thank God they killed her off. Hopefully this is the end of the show. <laughs> because I was just like, please, this show is dead on arrival at this point. Like, I, I just need them to kill it. It's just embarrassing at this point. Um, oh, so I was just like, oh, that was a really, you know, um, classy 
series finale. And that's how I always consumed that, that um, episode. And then people were just like, oh, this is outrage. I can't believe it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, wait, they're gonna, there's going to be more episodes? This, they still want to do this? This, this was renewed? Like, I, I couldn't, I had so many questions. I was just like, why? Why are they doing this? And then it, it just seemed like such a fitting end, ending as well. Um, and so that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I, I really love, um, gosh, what is her name? The actress who plays Jenny, um, her sister. Um, yes. Um, and I, I've, I've loved her even prior to, um, Sleepy Hollow. Um, so I am really happy that she continues to support genre television before she was on Nikita, um, and so I, 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 I like her and I, and I want to support her in something else. <laughs> like this, this is just such, I, I can't deal with this show anymore. Um, and it wasn't because they killed off Abby's character. I thought that was actually going to be it for the show and I would have been fine with it. I, it was, I was struggling to watch it. Yeah. It's um, interesting because I think it's like the low. Box, but they are sticking. Even though I think it could have. Wait, hello. For some reason, you're cutting up. Hello. Yes. Hi. Can you hear? Can you hear me? I keep on moving. Then. Hello? Hi. Sorry for our listeners. Having some technical difficulties. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, good, 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 good. All right. (laughs) um, (laughs) Up next, uh, ABC has canceled Uncle Buck. Gone for what, maybe a month? (laughs) Yeah. They it's funny because, uh-huh, sorry. And then that was it. <laughs> yeah, um, and I remember you said that you caught at least one episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, you, I yeah. know you were very lukewarm on it. Yeah, so I'm not Where I think, like, the day before they announced that it was canceled, they had just talked about how, you know, they had – and all this other stuff and then the next day it's like oh well you're coming in and out again stick a fork in it okay um so yeah it's really weird i'm not sure what happened there um yeah um you're in and out but i i can hear you now all right i'm gonna try something Um, else hold on one second Apologies to our listeners for technical difficulties today. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I um I don't know if it's just some technical difficulties here. Okay. 
I do have, I, I will say about Uncle Buck, um, it was a very interesting reaction <laughs> to its cancellation because it's one of those things where people are like, oh, um, oh, you know, they didn't give it a chance or it was a summer show. They should have, you know, or they didn't support black shows, blah, blah, blah. But I also had, I also did not see any single person, at least on social media, who was actually watching the show. And so, I don't know. I'm just like, okay, you're mad that it was canceled, but you also didn't watch. I don't so. think anyone was like that. I feel like what are the episodes and they just kind of were going to gravitate towards it. It started a little bit to kind of pull in that crowd, but and it wasn't as funny as it could possibly be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, no, I was gonna when, say I, I like Mia um, Long a lot, but yeah. this was just not. <laughs> this didn't work. I know she was coming right off of the divide, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a huge like you know difference. Um, and that that was also another show that I thought was really, really great, but not a lot of people watched it. So then there was that, um, a lot of people started to get into, that was another show that a lot of people were just like, Oh, I was about to watch that, but it was canceled. So it's kind of one of those things we all know that particularly black, um, sitcoms and of course, black dramas they face a particular challenge when it comes to staying on the air. So, I mean, if you're, again, this just goes back, if you are interested in the TV show, just watch it um, so that you're not one of the people to say, oh, you know, it was canceled and nobody supported it, blah, blah, blah. blah. If, you, if you were part of the problem, then you got to kind of check your, your, your fury at the door. Exactly. But on the other hand, I don't think there are that many people that were upset about the cancellation. <laughs> Everyone's just like, oh, yeah. man, I meant to watch that, or oh, man, it got yeah, you know, I mean, pulled away too soon. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like the divide where there was like kind of a low-key outrage, but there were people, particularly even on our timeline, who was just like, oh, you know, they put it on in the summer, they shouldn't have put it on in the summer. There was a couple of people who definitely had that type of reaction, but um, it definitely wasn't the type of you know, like you know, uh, write a petition type of thing. It definitely was not that. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Well, there that just means that there's an opportunity now for someone to cast me along in a role that's fitting of her talent and her ability mm-hmm. and all of that good stuff. So hopefully the next thing will work out for her. Um, let's see what else do we have. And our last bit of news, Idris Elba will reportedly make his directorial debut with the um, drug trafficking drama Yardy. And let me see what this is about. I'm all for Idris and whatever he chooses to do <laughs> in life. <laughs> so without really knowing what it's about, I'm going to say yay for Idris. <laughs> so let's see. Um, okay. Let's see. So yeah, so what do you think about the cocaine um, thriller? You know, he plays a really good bad guy. I don't know if he's gonna star in it, but he's really good as bad guy. 
Um, yeah, I really don't like him in drama. Re- <laughs> well, actually, let me let me let me rephrase. I um, I guess like true life drama. Like I don't, I didn't. I thought Luther was his best role to date. Um, but I really did not like him as Mandela. Really did not like him in Beasts of No Nation. I just don't think that those types of potent roles or powerful roles are, he's not really consuming them in the way that is satisfactory to me at all. Like, I'm not believing him. Uh-huh. I guess, yeah. You know, he's one of those, I mean, I think he's talented. I think he's gorgeous. But it can be kind of hit or miss. Like, I haven't even seen Beast of No Nation yet because I was just, like, not interested. <laughs> and I know everyone was like, there's a lot of hype around it, but I was just like, eh. And I did see Mandela. Mm. And I'll just leave that there. <laughs> I did see it. <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> it was seen by my eyes. So, yeah. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, I, so I can understand that. Um, I watched the first season of Luther, I think, but that's it. So, yeah, yeah what do you think? Um, I enjoyed it. Not, you know, it wasn't like must-see TV for me to come back mm-hmm. or try to find it the second season or anything like that. But people love it, you know. People love it. But then mm-hmm. I think part of it is people love Idris. Like, there's something about him as a person, like as an actress, I mean as an actor that you kind of like – gravitate towards he's very charming and the accent he's very charming all that stuff you know mm-hmm. so I think there's a lot of love for interest maybe not so much love for his acting all the time but we'll see this is um, yeah, an adaptation I mean, of a novel uh, yeah. a novel written by Victor Headley so yeah yeah it says that um, it revolves around D a Jamaican cocaine mule who makes it to London and decides to sell the latest kilo himself rather than deliver it, putting him on the run from his now ex-friends. Most of the drama of the story comes from Dee's attempts to escape the consequences of his betrayal, a cat-and-mouse chase that seems unlikely to end well for anyone. Um, The novel also goes, the novel at least, the source material from which the movie will be based, goes deep into the subculture of London's Jamaican under, underworld, the food, the music, and, and the network of friends and enemies. Um, yeah. So there's that. Right. Um, yeah, I, you know, it definitely seems like something that we might have already seen before, um, but I'm interested to see what he'll bring behind the camera. Um <laughs> That that would be really interesting, and this is definitely not light material. So, um, I'm interested. I'm in, I'm intrigued more by the fact that he's directing the material rather than the material itself. Right. Yeah, I'm always you know interested when they when actors kind of you know branch out and do other things. So it'll be fun to see how he tackles the material, like you said, from behind the camera. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. All right. Well, moving on to our first topic for the night, like we said earlier, you know, we are focusing on self-care and, you know, the film. So you broke up a bit. Okay. Talking about some of the our go-to films that we like to watch when, 
you know, we just want to focus on ourselves and take care of our mental health. So um, what's on your list, Candice? What are your go-to movies that put you in a good mood? Um, I've definitely had to watch a couple of these lately. Um, Kim and I were talking before the broadcast. We were just saying that it's just, you know, one, we want to obviously acknowledge the atrocities that have been happening um, pretty much on a consecutive basis. Um, but we also want to acknowledge the toll that it can take on our mental health. And in light of that, this is why this segment was proposed by actually Kim, which is a great idea. And I think a lot of people are starting to kind of move in that direction, particularly um, online. People are just, you know, you know, still being activists, but also acknowledging, you know, just kind of empathy toward one another as well. Um, so with that in mind, um, definitely there are some movies that I totally, and these, I wouldn't call any of these uh, guilty pleasures. I, I, I stand hard for all of these. Um, and these are just a few that I, um, that I kind of go to, not just obviously in light of recent events, but just, you know, if you have a bad day, if you're feeling in kind of way, just something that just lifts my spirits and kind of takes me away from the cuckoo crazy that life could be sometimes. So my list, my very, um, this is just a preview list, is Grease, because I'm always up for a good movie musical. Um, Little Mermaid, because of everything. <laughs> I just think that's such a perfect movie. Um, Big, because that actually comes on a lot lately, too. Um, it basically, I, I just love, movies that well particularly this one I think does a really good job at reminding adults how precious childhood is and mm-hmm. how um, it's still okay to relish in these childhood um, nostalgia or memories or, or um, just things that relate to your childhood it's okay to be in that childlike moment sometimes. And so I, I love that about it. I think everybody did such a great job, job in it. Penny Marshall, um, who directed um, Tom Hanks, who starred in it, who was back when he was a comedian. People don't remember that. Tom Hanks did a lot of comedies way back when. Now he does dramas, but he did a lot of comedies. And they were, I, I liked him as a comedian too. Um, but moving on. Uh, Dirty Dancing, because that oh, soundtrack classic. is one of my yes, <laughs> that soundtrack is one of my favorite soundtracks of, of all time, bar none. Um, that um, Bad Boys, because I've seen that movie a zillion times, and I just love Will Smith and Martin Lawrence just playing off each other. I think they're perfect for one each other. Total great. They are they are the ultimate bromance. Um, and I just love that. Next to Rush Hour, the ultimate bromance as well, Jackie Chan yes. and um, Chris Tucker, who I think play off each other just so, so good. Um, Bridesmaids, um, there's so many quotes from that movie, um, but I just love, I relate to a lot of, a lot of the sentiment regarding like friendships and toxic 
toxic friendships and all kinds of things like that. I I was just I, it it really kind of talked about that in a way that was also ridiculously funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Love it. Same thing with with the Hangover. <laughs> the Hangover I've seen a million <laughs> times, and I'm just like it's so ridiculous. And I can't say I've ever had this kind of debauchery before, but. <laughs> Not that it's not possible for like for me to believe that other people do, but this it's just it was it was just kind of one of those things where I think there's like four different people, four friends, and they they don't even really seem to like each other that much because right. the things that they actually do, like kind of incidentally to one another, I'm just like, oh, you guys aren't even real friends. <laughs> like, And they're like laughing at each other and everything, but it's just really, it's just, it's snarky, it's ridiculous, and it just, it, it just makes me laugh. And at the end of the day, that's what's important. Um, and one of my all-time faves of all time, um, Clueless, which yes. I can recite that movie. <laughs> I've seen that movie just an obscene number of times, and I can't get enough. Um, and I like live tweeting it. I love just watching it by myself. But it's just it's just one of those another just really ridiculous movie that actually has mm-hmm. just it has heart to it. And I don't think a lot of people talk about that, but it has a lot of good heart to it. Right, exactly. That's my movie list. So I had a couple of those on my list as well. Clueless, definitely one of my favorites. <laughs> it is, it's like almost the perfect movie. <laughs> it is mm-hmm. really perfect. And it takes me back to a time when I didn't think Stacey Dash was crazy. And, you know, Alicia <laughs> Silverstone was like at the top at the top. It's just a great movie, and I love Brittany Murphy. It's just so, so many quotable moments in that movie that I still mm-hmm. use that language today. <laughs> it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, I had Bad Boys 2 on my list, and everyone loves I, Bad Boys. I, first. Like that. I, I love Bad Boys 2. This is like I love one it. of my favorites. I watch it all the time. So that was also <laughs> on my list. Um, mm. couple of I like films. that movie, too. Yeah, I love it. I really do. Um, I had The Little Mermaid. I also have The Lion King because, like mm. you said, the the music in The Lion King is just perfect, like, all day, every day. <laughs> Some days I do sing those songs all day, every day. <laughs> um, Man is another one. Will Ferrell yes. is insane. I think he's like clinically insane. He's a crazy man. Anchorman, I think is probably his funniest movie. I don't know why. I've never seen that. I can't get through that movie for some reason. Oh my! Now the second one was trash. (laughs) Complete waste of my time. But the first one, hilarious. Just so funny. Um, Same with Superstar. You know the SNL movies. Oh my god! I love Superstar. (laughs) Because it's just so ridiculous. Like, it makes no sense at all. And I just love it. You're, like, completely taken away for an hour and a half because it just does not make any sense. Um, another one, I love the Muppets. I love this show. I'm a little bummed that it got yes. canceled. But the Muppets Take Manhattan 
has to be their greatest cinematic achievement. <laughs> I think it's the best. It's like the struggling artist trying to make it in New York, trying to get his show on Broadway. It's, it's amazing. I love it. The acting is top-notch. The cameos, top-notch. It's just perfect. Um, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I have to revisit that. Yes, it's a bit, it came out like 30 years ago. I think it was like 84 yes. or something like that. Oh, my God. It's great. Like <laughs> Joan Collins has a, a cameo. Um, oh, wow. uh, Gregory Hines has a cameo. It's just so many great mm. cameos. Liza Minnelli. It's so 80s. It's just so <laughs> <good>. <laughs> um, You know, I am a musical kind of girl. So mm-hmm. um, I think my first, I think the first film I ever saw in the theater was Little Shop of Horrors. At least it's the first one that I I knew that was going to be on your list. It is. <laughs> you know, it's a hard line between Hamilton and Little Shop for the best musical ever in my mind. <laughs> but I think even Little Shop of Horrors beats out Hamilton a little bit. Because it's just, mm. I love it. Ellen Green, Rick Moranis. I am dying for Rick Moranis to come back. I just want to see him mm-hmm. on screen again. He is amazing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, also, Dream Girls and Sparkle. I kind of put those two together for some reason. Now, which Sparkle? The second one, the new, the later one, 2012. Oh, 2012. Okay. I, I like the original okay. too, but for me, I like the newer one. I think uh, Mara Bakakil did a really great job, but I know a lot of people didn't really like that one as much. But I love it. Like if it's on, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna live tweet it. I don't know if it's part of the nostalgia with Whitney or what it is, but I really love the remake of Sparkle. It's one of my favorites. It's a, it's a strong remake. It's definitely a strong remake. I remember when I first saw it, I was just like, oh, that I almost like in, in some areas of the film um, and where it's just definitely, you know, obviously it's a different time period. And mm-hmm. it's definitely progressive, in, in a little bit more progressive in its politics than um, the original, however, the acting is a little just less of a quality, with the exception of Carmen Jogo, who's just great all the time. Yeah, she is. Yeah, I think for me, I if I have to choose, I think I like it better than the original, and I know that's hashtag unpopular opinion, but I, do, I think for <laughs> me it's just a little bit <laughs> more relatable to me personally, mm-hmm. but I, I really do love it. Um, to is um Christine Swanson's debut film. I think it's an independent romance with Renee Elise Goldberry. If you know me, you know I'm obsessed with Renee Elise Goldberry. <laughs> so oh, it's just, hey, yeah. It's just a sweet little romantic film, very low key, but I love it. It always makes me happy. It's another one that I can probably quote all the lines to because I've seen mm-hmm. it no less than a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Um. Likewise, something new with Sanaa Lathan. Yeah. No little romantic film that is not completely dumbed down. So a lot of rom coms should be kind of like, uh, but it's mm-hmm. one that's really smart and well acted and lots of good things going on in there. Um, yeah. And the last one on my list is This Christmas, a film that I watch <laughs> at least. Ten times a year. <laughs> Rarely at Christmas. You know, I'll watch it during the summer. I'll watch it in the fall. I'll watch it in the spring. Um, actually, one of the films that I really like, Idris Elba in, is this Christmas. But it's, um, you know, like an ensemble 
cast, and I love the yeah. so really do love that one too. Mm-hmm. So that's my list, my go-to list for happy movie. Well, while you were talking, it reminded me of a couple other movies that you didn't mention, but they were along the same lines. One, I compl- I, I didn't realize that we were doing holiday movies because I got a whole list of those. But two that I will name that are, um, I can watch them any time of year. One is Scrooged, where mm, yeah. Bill Murray, I think that it's a perfect movie. I think he's perfect in it. I love all the ghosts of Christmas present and Christmas past and all I love all the ghosts I love them to pieces they are strange and I love it um and uh Home Alone which again a perfect movie I want like I wanted to be robbed when I was like when I first saw that movie I was like oh my god I need to get robbed because I'll know exactly what to do like I need all y'all to leave the house because I got this on lock I know exactly what I'm gonna do but the other the other movie which is not a holiday movie but I've seen it a zillion times is Pretty Woman which another movie I can recite like I'll I'll like I'll be home like on a Saturday afternoon and it'll come on and it usually comes on like three times back to back it's like a marathon of the same movie over and over, and I will watch it over and over and I would be like I would respond to to Richard Gere as as Julia Roberts because I know all her lines and I also know how to respond to her lines like I know all of Richard <laughs> Gere's lines so this is this is what the, this is what the crazy is this is what the obsession is and I and I'm admitting it but that's my ish. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, another one that I thought of, another along the lines of, you know, completely insane. I'm gonna get you Sasha. Love it. Yes, it's a good one. Love it. It is perfect. So yes, have to add that to my list. Um, yeah. You know, I just feel like sometimes, you know, I've been you know, we both have done the new film of the day and you just have these films try to get all these films in which I am so far behind, it's not even funny. But sometimes mm-hmm. you just watch something familiar, something that you know, something that you love mm-hmm. and these films that just make you feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So cute. I love it. It's yeah. just good like, you know, I wouldn't even say rainy day movies because I'd watch the watch these movies in like sunshine. Like outside and just right. like just for the hell of it because it's just they just for two hours or an hour and a half however long however long their runtime is I'm like it takes me out of the other craziness that is going on both in the world but also even personally it just gives you a moment to just like disappear into this alternate universe a little bit um, so. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that. It's so funny. I forgot Deliverance from Eva, which is another one of my favorites. It's so funny mm. because the other day Rebecca sent me a tweet, and she was like, Deliverance from Eva is on Century. So, of course, I stopped what, what I'm doing, <laughs> changed the mm. channel, and proceeded to live tweet. It's like 11 o'clock at night, and I do have to get a place to work. But uh, it's one of those great movies. It just makes me laugh. And again, mm. it's ridiculous. It makes no sense. Some parts of it, it's just like, and I have the same questions that I tweet every time I watch it. Like, this is ridiculous. Why is this happening? But I still watch it every time. I've oh, never nice. seen that one. Oh, you know, I am a aficionado of 
Gabrielle Union. <laughs> Gabrielle Union. Film. I know. I <laughs> yeah. know. So I know her entire filmography. So <laughs> if you ever want to watch it and last week, just let me know. I can throw in the DVD or, you know, make it a party. Yes, yes. Um, so along those same lines, what TV shows do you like to, to watch when you, you know, to pick me up? Oh, I have a lot of those, too. Here's some that I was able to come up with. Golden Girls. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about Golden Girls. <laughs> so Golden Girls, for all y'all who don't know, comes on at, like, beginning at 11 o'clock every single night and goes on for, like, until, like, 1 o'clock, I think, is TV land. Um, and I watch, if I'm awake, like, that's the last thing I usually watch before I actually doze off to sleep because, one, that show is Sex and City before Sex and City, but we all know that. But still, that needs to be reiterated and can't be said enough. Um, and, two, it's just so, <laughs> it's so, it, at times it's so uncomfortable because these older distinguished ladies are talking about sex in such a genuine and open way. And it really, really is as the theme song um, discusses, it really is about friendship um, and just how, you know, obviously there's conflict in in friendship, just like any relationship that you have to, you know, kind of um, deal with and, and have to figure out and set capacity. And that's, you know what that show one of the one of the strengths of that show, and also the acting is ridiculously funny um dorothy the author the late great the author I think is spectacular on that show i she's just she's just so perfect in that role, like everything she says <laughs> I think is funny um so that's on my list um I can also watch hours of my wife and kids. And what's interesting, what's interesting about my wife and kids, there aren't even a whole lot of episodes. So after you watch, like, if you're watching, like, a 10-hour marathon, within those 10 hours, you will actually come across the same episode <laughs> that you watched a couple of hours ago. Because it, wasn't, it didn't have a long run, which is big. I don't understand why the show didn't last as long mm-hmm. as it did, but it didn't. Yeah. Um, but that's just, I just think that's. So it's such a real show, and it was it was kind of one of those shows like people are talking about Blackish, even though I love Blackish. Like that's like the 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 next or the finally like a, a sitcom that was in um, kind of came from the Cosby era. However, mm-hmm. my wife and kids, I think, was that was the predecessor to that. I really think that. Um, and just just the way that they handle, you know, just conflict at home and just, you know, just rites of passage and things like that. I thought it was really, really genuine. Um, speaking of, Cosby Show, say what you want, but I can watch 24 hours of that show, <laughs> which is not even on anymore. But right. I could, back when it was on, watch hours and hours and hours of that show. I have my favorite episodes. I still think it's a perfect show, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, Seinfeld, I love that show, and I love it even more after moving to New York. I'm like, oh, I get it. These people really do exist. Like, those <laughs> characters are really real. <laughs> um, another show is Teen Titans Go. I think is 
hilarious. <laughs> it's such a smart show. It is a uh, it's an animated show. I've, I I watch it usually on the Boomerang Network, but I guess you can. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it also comes on Cartoon Network as well. But it's so hilarious. It's also about friendship, but obviously super quirky characters. Some not not even from this planet, <laughs> you know. It, but it's really it's really just fun. And they also talk. They also have kind of lessons in them for kids, but they don't, they're not preachy. They don't kind of beat you over the head with it. And it is kind of one of those shows that could be for children as well as, as, as adults, but it doesn't have adult humor, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's yeah. not a, um, like a Seinfeld type of show. I'm mean, not a Seinfeld, um, Simpsons type of show where that can kind of skew very adult. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, and, or Archer, which is, Strictly adult. <laughs> um, <laughs> so even though that's an animated show as well. But this this is not a show, but Kevin's Hart, Kevin Hart's stand-up specials, whenever mm-hmm. they come on the comedy channel, I watch them. I think they're hilarious. Um, and they, they're not political as Chris Rock, and I still think Chris Rock is one of the best comedians of this generation, bar none. Um, but he does talk about the political climate and uses comedy to discuss it. Um, Kevin Hart, his comedy is extremely personal. Talks about family, talks about just his whole life. Like he seems to be very much an open book, but he says it in a way that's so funny and relatable that you you feel like there's a bridge between you and him. Um, Sex in the City, that's another show I can watch all day long, all day. Um, Animaniacs, going back to my cartoons, Animaniacs, Tiny Toons. Um, Animaniacs, by the way, for anyone who's also a fan, it's streaming on Netflix, the entire series. Get on it. It's great. Self-care word. So, um, yeah, those are, the, those are the few I've come up with. All right. Let's see. My list is pretty long. <laughs> First off, Martin. For me, it was the funniest mm. show ever. When I watch it now, it's like some things that are so unbelievably politically incorrect and so offensive. <laughs> <laughs> but my teenage self thought it was just hilarious. I still know. I can quote episodes. Me and my cousins can go through, like, entire Martin bits. <laughs> we know them all. Uh, like, my favorite episode is the one where he gets, like, this ticket, and he tries to fight the ticket in court, and he's just insane. Like, he is literally insane. Like, I believe that Martin Payne is. He's crazy, because then makes make those of him to do half the things that he does for the sake of the laugh. Like, he's just ridiculous. Um, you know, I, I, haven't, that. I haven't seen that show in so many years, that I forget most of the episodes. That's oh not a God. show that I actually have revisited. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, the first four seasons were perfect, and then the last is just trash. So you can totally skip the last season. But the first four <laughs> are pretty funny. Like, And even, I say, the first three, four has some good episodes but not as good as the first three. But, yeah, it's, mm. it's hilarious. It's so funny. I love to see the Arnold, her and Tisha Campbell. They're like Lucy and Ethel. (laughs) They should do a show together. together. They really should. Like that. I mean, like another show together. Another show, yeah, where they're like the focus of the show. That would be perfect. Yeah. So I do love Martin. Um, A Different World 
is also one of my favorites. I used to watch it every day when it was on TV One, but they, you know, they play with the times for their shows and they change things up. It, it's hard to wait. Which show was this again? A Different World. Oh yeah. Yes, love A Different World. Um, mm-hmm. The whole cast, even the first season, which is not the best. Like I find myself still watching it and laughing occasionally, but especially <laughs> of the second season on to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had the Golden Girls because yes. if it's on television, I'm gonna watch it. Like there's never <laughs> a moment where there's just like boredom because Golden Girls is always on some channel to some time. Yeah. Usually, so <laughs> always perfect. Like the humor on that show. Like I don't so remember. Perfect. I hope I didn't get it when I was a kid, but now it is hilarious. Like you can't believe some of the stuff these old women say. You're just like. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. It's so true. You have such an appreciation. It's just like, wait, I get these jokes. These are not the same right. jokes that I thought they were. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, I also had Sex in the City. I love mm-hmm. that show so much. Um, also, in Living, uh, Living Color. Yes, that's a good uh, one. Yes. I love, you know, Keenan Ivory Wayans and all that. Um, Living Single. Another show that I used to watch pretty much every day <laughs> on TV One. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah, uh, Eric Alexander, Max was my favorite. She's just ridiculous. Love her. Um, mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Yes, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know, we yes, you can be kind of corny, but I love that show. Love that show so I freaking love Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> like I thought it's it nothing. was hilarious. <laughs> Yes. I just remember, like, trying to learn the rap and then going to school the next day and then rapping the intro like it changed every week. It's the same rap that it was last week. Why are you rewriting? Yes. Yes. One of my favorite episodes. No, no. I was the same way. I I remember one of my favorite episodes, and there's such a great meme or gif of it, is when Aunt Viv went to try out for the dance studio situation and she like yes. played all the white girls and I'm like oh my gosh like, hashtag so amazing yes. <laughs> I love that and then she like passes out at the end yes so great <laughs> um, let's see there's a show like I really love soap operas and there was mm-hmm. like this teen soap opera called Swan's Crossing I can only find like oh, yeah. VHS recorded episodes uploaded to YouTube, <laughs> but you know there are days that I will just go to YouTube and Google like Swan Crossing. Like it is like now I watch it and it's so bad, like it's so horrible. <laughs> I remember the show. I, it was like, it, but I remember it. It was like a teenage soap opera, so I was all about it. You know, I think um, Sarah Michelle Gellar was on it and. Brittany Daniel and a bunch of people who I've never saw again after that show, but I love Song Crossing. Um, also, Jim, you know, we did Jim's live tweet. Yeah. It was yes. so amazing <laughs> to revisit, like, that girl power group. Like, I love I love a musical. Anything with music, I'm usually yeah. there for. And they yeah. had some really great songs. And Jim and Jericho, but I just still don't understand how Rio didn't understand that they were two different people, but whatever. <laughs> he was kind of slow on the uptake, though. Still <laughs> questioning his mental capacity, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, animated. I love Alfred and the Chipmunks. Oh, yeah. I think it's like a musical thing. Like, I'm, that I never watched that show. Really? 
That was my Saturday morning show. Oh, my gosh. Loved it. Loved it. And then they made a movie where they had to go around the world in hot air balloons, and it was them versus the Chipettes. And I probably should have put that on my movie list. Oh, I love the Chipmunks. Love them. Like, I'm not a fan of the CGI movies, but the animated movies, amazing. Love them. Love them. Yeah, Um, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yes, that was my favorite cartoon. Like, the Smurfs were cool, but I was about the chipmunks. I was I was chipmunks. not about the Smurfs at all. You know, I actually liked um, Fraggle Rock, as weird as that show oh. is. Loved it. I like Fraggle Rock, too. I did like Fraggle Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, another show, I was a weird kid. I liked Alf. <laughs> I, I love Alf. A... And Girl Wonder. <laughs> yes, I had a stuffed Alf doll that you pulled the string and it would say, like, his little phrases, like, that's how hardcore I was into Elf. <laughs> I thought that show was amazing. I wanted to be for Mel Mac. I wanted to visit Mel Mac. I wanted to find out where it was. Why did we learn about Mel Mac in school? Like, <laughs> it wasn't part of the curriculum. <laughs> right. How did Mel Mac not make it into the planet? Like, clearly, Mel Mac was a real place. Let's get it together. Charlotte Picklebird School. But yeah, I love that show. Um, I like the Boondocks, the first mm-hmm. two, three seasons before it kind of went off the rails. Um, mm-hmm. And a newer show that I kind of love is the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It's not oh. perfect. <laughs> Have you watched that one on Netflix? I feel like I'm the only person who has not seen that show. Everyone I know loves it. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet. I wasn't sure. I was just like, is it? I mean, like, the commercials aren't doing anything for me. And I also don't really understand what the premise is. Maybe that's part of it. Okay, so Kimmy was kidnapped when she was 14 and kept in this, like, underground bunker with these other women. And by this dude oh. who told them that the world had exploded or something like that. So they finally mm. get rescued and, like, they're trying to navigate, you know, the normal world. But she's kind of stuck in 1996 or whenever it was that she was kidnapped. <laughs> she ends up sharing oh. an apartment with this guy, Titus, who's like this aspiring actor, played by Titus mm-hmm. Burgess. He's just the funniest character that I have ever seen on television. He <laughs> makes the show. Like, I know the show is about Kimmy Schmidt, but I think he's <laughs> ridiculous. He has the most insane, insanely quotable one-liners. He is the perfect <laughs> character. He is this insight. It's so funny, so crazy. So he really makes the show. I mean, Kimmy's cool, but he really makes the show. And it just, like, you can't watch a show and not laugh hysterically because they're just ridiculous. Like, it's just ridiculous. That is so not what I thought that show was about. I'm sitting here just like, is she for real? I totally but, thought yeah. it was something else. <laughs> yeah, totally. But, yeah, so those are the shows on my list Well, that just make me happy. Lot- we have, so our timeline has been buzzing about their picks, so I'll show, I'll, um, I will go over some, let's see, um, which I thought were really good, Star Trek 4, oh, these are movies, okay, so Star Trek 4, The Voyage Home, which I've never seen, have you seen? No, I haven't seen that one. Um, Lisa Bole Kaja. Um, says it gives me hope for humanity and makes her laugh. And it has Weld in it. <laughs> um, another um, one of our followers says Casino Royale, You've Got Mail, Coming to America, and Boomerang. 
Boomerang. That's one of my favorites. I completely missed that. Um, yeah. Um, another one of our followers says Clue in L.A. Story, which I've never seen either. Um, a lot of other people say Golden Girls, Sex and the City. Yay, Golden Girls, Sex and the City fans stand up. <laughs> <laughs> um, another person says Love and Basketball um, oh, yeah, and Trading Places. Yeah. I actually don't care for Love and Basketball at all, but I know that's a very important movie for a lot of people. Um, another person says Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which I haven't seen. Um, more Golden Girls love. Um, another person says Dirty Dancing and Just Right. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good one. I haven't seen Just Right. I mean, it's Queen Latifah in Common, and Common acting is, you know, hit or miss. And I'll just say it's common <laughs> acting. <laughs> I think it's a good film. I like it. It's just okay. <laughs> Another person says Bob's Burgers. Have you seen that? You know, I've seen that on Netflix, but I've never actually watched it. Like, it'll come up as a suggestion, but I've never seen it. Yeah, Netflix has been pushing that on me, too, but hasn't gotten me yet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another person said Modern Family, which I've never seen, but I know you've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. That's a funny one. Mm-hmm. Not one that um, I keep up with, but it is funny. Mm-hmm. Another one says Futurama, The Great British Baking Show, Chopped, Living Single, oh, yeah. and House Hunters. Chopped is amazing. I love I Chopped. Love I didn't even think about Chopped. Yes. I you will definitely second. I will definitely second chopped, and I would also add since we're on the cooking show um, tip, I would say, um, oh, what is that show that that guy does and he looks kind of crazy? Um, diners, drive-ins, oh, drive-ins and dives. Yes, that yes. show. Yeah. Let me tell you how that I get sucked into hours of watching that. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. like, where are they now? Um, yeah. It's really, that's, that's just such an important show to me. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, oh, my gosh, is. how is she making this? Um, I just feel like going on a road trip to everywhere that he goes. I know. Yes. But I love chops because they'll give you, like, an onion, an orange soda, and a cupcake if you have to make dinner. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? I'm getting bitter out of this. What do I do? It's the most amazing show. And then they make stuff that looks really good every time. It's like, wow, I have an orange soda and an onion. What can I do with this? You know? It's very Don't motivating. They one? Don't they have one for kids, too? They had, I they had something like that for kids where they were like, they were kid chefs and they had to figure out mm-hmm. like your theme is chicken or something. You had to figure that out. Yeah, yeah, um, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Love um, another one of our um, followers says Scandal, Willing Grace, and The Simpsons. Totally second the Willing Grace nod. Totally would yes. do that. Love Willing Grace. <laughs> You know, I love Scandal, but I can't say that necessarily puts me in a happy mood. <laughs> it usually stresses me out. My blood pressure goes up because then I'm like Sweet and Shonda rhymes. But I do love it, though. I do love Scandal. <laughs> yeah. I, I I will definitely say 
definitely say Will and Grace. I can watch hours of that and not get tired of it. That's a really mm-hmm. good one. But, you know, okay. I've never seen like a full episode of The Simpsons. I have maybe seen three. <laughs> oh, maybe three episodes. Found another one. Yeah. Yeah, maybe three episodes of The Simpsons. That's so it's crazy. crazy. And it's been off for like 100 years. 100 <laughs> minimum. Yeah, 100. at least 100 years. <laughs> at least 100 years. So, yeah, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> another person said Chopped. Um, yeah. Amazing World of Gumball and Tina, Tia Maori at Home. Oh, never, okay. I've never I've seen, seen that. How do you like it? That. Well, it's good. She, um, it's you know, she has a little, she has like a little theme each week. So like one week she'll do like red carpet ready, so she'll make these like little appetizers or something like that. And then one day she was cooking mm-hmm. with her husband. So it's really cute, cute show. Huh. Yeah. Another. Of, uh-huh. Oh, I want to add sister sister to my list because I do love T and Tamara. <laughs> so I have to add sister sister. You know, that's another show where I didn't, um, I did not watch, all, I mean, well, I watched all the episodes, but I haven't rewatched. Like, I haven't revisited that show since it's been on. Mm-hmm. It used to come on, oh, I think like WGN or something like that on Saturdays yeah. at 9 a.m., some random mm-hmm. channel, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Another one of our our followers says, Murder, She Wrote, History Detectives, Golden Girls. Love the Golden Girls (laughs) shout-outs. The Love Boat, um, Coast Guard Alaska, and Barney Miller. All very interesting choices. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Very interesting choices. I love Murder, She Wrote, though. Yeah, I haven't seen that one in so long. But I did. I remember watching it. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Another, another says Jane the Virgin and Death in Paradise. I like Jane the Virgin. That's a good happy show, too. So dramatic, yeah. but I like it. Super dramatic from what I remember. Um, yeah. I haven't seen that Love Boat in a really long time, but I love the theme song. The Love Boat. <laughs> yeah, it was just, you, you know, know, it's so funny. Huh? No, I was going to say, we didn't mention I Love Lucy. Did anyone <gasps> say I Love Lucy? Oh, my gosh. None of our followers have said that, but I'm totally putting that on my list. Yes. Yes, how can we forget I Love Lucy? Yes. <laughs> I have to put I Love Lucy on the list. I love I Love Lucy. <laughs> That's my is Talk about shenanigans, like the ultimate shenanigans duo. I'm just like, why do you guys get yourself in the most ridiculous, Ridiculous situation. Exactly. But it's so classic. It. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. That concludes everybody. Yeah. Well, that was that was fun. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of good things to go back and rewatch. Yes. Same. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Well, thank you everyone for listening, and we will be back in two weeks with our cinema noir chat on Twitter. Yeah. Hope everyone Thanks, has a everyone. good weekend. Full of positive energy. Bye. Yes. Bye.